old creep told you not to get off the road. What began as a vacation ended as a nightmare. Why are you doing this? That was a bad mistake. The hills have eyes. A night of terror. A day of vengeance where no one was spared. Kill a babe! me! They fought back. Anything was a weapon. The family dog to the family car. It's working! The story of an American family who lost everything except the will to survive. The hills have eyes. They wanted to see something different, but something different saw them first. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted, without parent. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats open, Don. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. refer to as the FWB podcast war room waiting very impatiently for the news of our next indictment to come down we're back for another another live show buddy how are you bud I feel like uh, we are going to win the race to get to the most triple digit uh, charges against us we got we're, we're real close so, oh yeah, we're damn close. We are right there. So, uh, we wait patiently. Uh, but until then, we're they can't stop us from going across the airwaves, buddy. I am fantastic. How are you doing? I'm getting by, baby. I'm getting that, by. How that, are you? That sounded very much like a like a fake DJ. Like I don't really give a shit how you are. I just had to. The, how are you? Like, but I really do care because. <laughs> Um, I haven't talked to you in. I talked to you today, of course, but like uh, sometimes we go a it's day been or two. A few days, man. Like, yeah, so, yes, like, sometimes we go a couple days without without checking in on each other because you know life. Well, we, and yeah, stuff. we always snap though, and like we'll have like yeah. bits of conversation on there, so it feels like we talk every day. Even if like if I, if I look at our text thread, I'm always surprised. It's like I haven't texted him since no. Friday. No, but yeah, I you are one of the uh, the, the small circle that I uh, that I snap every single day and um, because by God you're going to know about my life whether you want to or not <laughs> I am going to share one frame of my life with you every single day whether you want to or not it's just your choice if you're going to open it and I'm here for you buddy I think over the weekend we lost our streak but whatever we did. I, I've gotten so bad about that. Like, I've just gotten incredibly 
incredibly bad about it. Well, I know. A streak with me is not a priority in your life. I understand that. I've come to terms with that. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I think if we're going to have one thing between us be a priority, uh, well, uh, you know, aside from just our general friendship, right, right, no, general I'm... friendship. Uh, I think you would want it to be the show. Yeah, so no, I tease, I tease. Uh, oh, I know. I, I don't. Know. I don't hold anything uh, on social media. Any of the social medias, I don't take much of that seriously. So, uh, I think uh, you want me to read through some of the. Um, I'm not going to tell you who they are, and I don't want you to guess. But I'm just going to tell you um, the streak numbers that I have. In number okay. of days, and you can just be in awe. That's all I want, because um, okay. uh, we won't play the guessing game because I don't want to get in trouble. But um, uh, <laughs> so I have I have various streaks. You know that my one that was like the number one streak a, a year or so ago got broken, but we're back. We're we're getting close. We're back to where we were. Uh, my number one is two thousand forty six days. Holy shit! Uh, right underneath that is one thousand one hundred seventy seven. Uh, right underneath that is 859, and then I have an 809, an 804, a, oh, an 855, I skipped that one, uh, 855, um, a 722, a 724, I'll give you that one, the 724 is Julian. Uh, okay. So Julian and I have a 724 day snap streak at the time of this recording. And, less than a week, less than a week until two years. And uh, also, Dick Cheney's alive. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I pride myself on like the one thing that I do well. If I do nothing else in this world well, it is uh, I can snap somebody every day. So uh, I have a a small handful of people that uh and like I don't send like the same snap to everybody that's on that that list. Sometimes I have like a couple different that I do uh because I don't like to just kind of shotgun everybody. I like to you know I like to send stuff that I think that person would find interesting. Oh yeah, for or sure. Fun. Uh like the longest, because I think you and I, we got up to what, like 400, 500 or something? We had a point? good one going for a while. Yeah. Um, but the longest streak I had was uh, before Sean got off Snapchat, we were a little over four years. That's pretty good. We were at like 1,400 and change. That's really good. I had so. I had one that was about that long, and then some, for some reason one day it just ended. Like uh, I didn't even realize it, and then um, it was the one with with Jason, not superhero yeah. deep dive Jason, but Jason um, from Nerd Alert. Uh, like we had yeah, yeah. A, we had like a it was it was over fifteen hundred days. Like it was unbelievable. It was like nothing I had ever seen before, and then. All of a sudden, one day he sent me just a message and he goes, what happened to our streak? And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I had I had snapped him earlier that day. And so I don't know what happened to it, but we're back up to uh, we're almost to 900 now. So the same thing happened to you and I. We were at like yeah. almost 200 at one point. Yeah. And we we'd snapped each other. And then the next day I get this text from you in all caps that just says, what the fuck? Yeah. And you were like, okay, it's one of like five things, but what is it this time? And you were like, oh, it's on Snapchat. Oh, God, so. he saw my browser history. Huh? <laughs> and I was like, yours looks too much like mine. We got to stop this. <laughs> you are also a, a subscriber to our midget smut. Um, and now this is the point where everybody pauses the show and goes to our midget smut and sees if that's actually a subreddit. That's That's a real subreddit. You're welcome. Your life has now changed. I wish there was a... That's one of the sounds I need is I need like the angels, like the... Because that's... I have chimes. I don't think that's... Oh, that's close. That's close. So, yeah, you find out about our midgets. But you, as soon as you hit enter, it's... And your world is instantly better. Actually, no, no joke. I'm doing this in real time. It is a banned subreddit now. What? Why? 
I don't know, but it's on the uh but it's on the and I'm I'm not joking. It is on the R fucking underscore sucking underscore index sub uh. for the lists of banned subreddits. <laughs> oh, let me check something here. That just happened. I can't believe I'm about to freaking do this. Here we go. <laughs> No, don't need to look at our morning wood. I'm all good on that. Oh, oh God, I I don't want anything to do with that unless it's like never mind. I'm not even going to get into that. Um, uh, yeah, it's been banned from Reddit. Oh, that due makes to being me... due to not having any moderators. Oh, they should have asked me. Yeah, I would have done it for free. <laughs> No, this is this is that's that's something I did. That's oh, did you apply to be a mod to bring it back? No, no, no. You no, and no. I could do it together. I uh, you and I could mod midget smut. I would put that on my resume if I was a <laughs> mod of our midget smut. I told you I got banned from a subreddit. Right? Yeah, you did. You're a you're a bad. Did boy. I ever air that dirty laundry on? Yeah, on the I, show? Think, I think you did. Okay, because we went on okay. a we went on a bit of a tangent about that. Uh, we went on that note. Fuck lost profits and fuck Ian Watkins. Yeah, you know what you did. He recently got stabbed in prison. Uh, oh. He unfortunately lived. Did I ever tell you about the time? I can't make this up. Okay. I'm I'm going to be as vague as possible. I feel like the statute of limitations is up, though. Okay, so at, at, uh, like, I know my, I know the the non-disclosure agreement that I signed is now officially over, so I feel like I'm free to tell this story. Uh, I love to tell stories that I, that I used to not be able to, and I start by saying, the non-disclosure agreement has ended, so I feel like I can talk about this. Uh, when I worked at the TV station, yeah, we always had in the morning. We had a a morning meeting where everybody would go around and like and pitch their all the reporters would pitch their stories, and we would kind of decide on what everybody was going to do that day. And we had one reporter who. She was on the the crime and police beat, basically. Uh, like that was like her primary thing was like all the like if like because her contacts were like the 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 police PIO and all that stuff. Um, basically, like when something happened, the 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 public information officer for the police would basically like call her and be like, "Hey, this is going down. If you want, if you want to do a story about it, so." Uh, she said that she she wanted to she, she pitched a like a, a a series for sweeps because for some reason in like in the last two years sweeps stories were still a thing in the news industry the local news so we were talking like like the news directors like start thinking about what you want to do for your sweeps piece because that's coming up in like two or three weeks and you're going to need time to, to, you know, shoot something and edit while you're doing your other stories. And she goes, Oh, I already know what I want to do. And, um, everyone was like, Oh, do tell. Cause she was real excited about it. She's like, it's going to be amazing. Like we're probably going to win an award for it. Like, just so you know, it's, it's, it's going to be fantastic. And we were like, please say what it is. And she said what she wanted to do was do like a one of those like they have the TV shows on A&E where um, she basically goes undercover in jail. And like like she goes in and 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 like they get one of the cops to like meet her at a parking lot somewhere and like fake arrest her and bring her to the jail. So like everybody else in the intake, it would like it would look real and like nobody would like 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 the the, the uh, there would be a couple of people in the jail that would be in on it but um she wanted to be like completely undercover at the jail and do like um like an undercover i i guess expose an, expose yeah whatever you could expose for for the jail like what it's like in the in the county jail here and it got shut down not 
not because of safety reasons, which was like the obvious reason why it was never going to happen. But the best question was somebody just said, how are you going to get video? And she was like, (laughs) she was like, yeah, that's a good question. And we were like, yeah, like when they do one of those 60 days in at jail or whatever, you know, they set up cameras in the jail. Like there's there's a camera crew because they tell the jail, you know, we're doing a a story on the jail or what like they they, you know, there's a reason, there's an explanation for it. If you just had some random person that was arrested and brought into jail and a guy with a camera or they had a camera which would be illegal, like would be contraband, or if you had a cameraman just following you around, like, don't you think that would be suspicious? Yeah. And so that was that was what stopped it from happening is the question was just someone said, how are you going to get footage? Like, how are you going to have, you know, video to edit? And she just kind of looked. She's like, well, I'll figure something out. And we were like, yeah, it's never going to happen. And shockingly, it never happened. So... <laughs> You ever seen the, I think it's a Soderbergh movie. I can't remember who directed it. Let me get a pull up here real quick. Have you ever seen or heard of Unsane? No, I have not. Uh, it's Steven Soderbergh. Um, trying to think about like what he's known for. He did like the Ocean's Eleven, like the Magic okay. Mike movies, yeah. graphic. Yeah. Uh, but he did this kind of like indie horror movie in like 2016. Uh, 2018, 2018. I'm sorry. And it's about this girl who um, decides she wants to meet with a therapist because she went out with this guy a few times and he's been like stalking her for like a couple years. And, you know, she's basically being held against her will because they have her like, you know, the paperwork she signs is basically, uh, like, you know, they're telling her it's the new patient forms and stuff, but she's basically signing away her legal rights to be a patient there. Ooh. And one of the other patient, the one of the other inpatients she catches with like a notepad and like a cell phone and stuff. And he admits he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a newscaster. Uh, he's like, I work for a magazine news station, something or another. I can't remember what it was, but he was there to. um like he was there trying to expose them because apparently it had been said multiple time and time again that he'd, um, that like you know people had been held against their will there. Interesting. So I feel like I feel like she watched that and is like, I can do this, but with jail. Yeah, like just what a bad idea. Just uh, it was shockingly did not happen. Just not. And I'm like, is this is this where we are? Really? Like. Okay, then I guess I guess that's it. Um, so. Um, yeah, just how are you going to get video? Yeah, like that was that was what uh, what shut it down was, you know, you can't just like bring a camera in to the jail and just sort of I ah, gosh I would love to do just a just an entire like a just a half hour run on just like the worst story ideas that were pitched and (laughs) and just like how how completely and totally ignorant uh, a lot of them were and like but the problem was you know I really didn't have a tremendous background to kind of push back on a lot of that stuff and towards the end of my time there i got more like willing to push back because i was just like this is just not not a good idea but um oh well oh well that's a Man, well. time gone by i've got i've got an update for you though about um something i talked about last week the rash is finally gone. Uh, oh no, it's spread. Uh, and so you oh, you may want to go. Uh, you may want to go get that checked also because. Uh, um, I don't know. If, I sent. 
if you know this I or not. I sent you a picture of the allergic reaction I had on vacation, right? Yeah, not okay. not great. Um, yeah, that rash, uh, I, um, uh, you may or may not have been aware that I broke into your apartment and um, rubbed that part of my body on part of your furniture. So you may want to go, go get checked, just so you know. Uh, no, I went to the eye doctor. Nice. Uh, and so here in another couple weeks i'll have contacts uh in because they i ordered ordered some contacts uh so that's good uh the downside is now i have to take eye drops for a little while because my eye pressure much like much like the rest of the pressure in my life is too high uh so i have to take eye drops uh every day uh just until they're right like it's not forever um but i've found that uh, now I like I figured out how I can be the most successful at giving myself eye drops because I can't just like hold the upper eyelid up and drop it in. I have to like pinch the bottom eyelid and pull it down. Like I'm kind of violent with it because otherwise I'm going to blink. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big uh, pussy when it comes to no, no, stuff you with my stop. eyes. You can just stop. You can just stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm just there, you know. Um, and and so yeah, I'm not I'm not good at like stuffing my eyes, which is why I'm an idiot for being like, let's go pay money for contacts, because uh, I'm a dumbass. Uh, so it'll be it'll be fun to try that. But um, no, I I've been uh, giving myself eye drops because my pressure's too high. So uh, showed up to get contacts. Ended up. Um, Insurance covered a lot, paid a little bit out of pocket, but I had HSA money, so government paid that and uh, ended up with a prescription for eye drops. So um, I texted my mom afterwards and I said, uh, well, I definitely inherited my dad's eyes because uh, the one, one of the things that is like I, I vividly remember about growing up was in our bathroom all the time, and it's not the same medicine or anything but um there was always eye drops in the bathroom all the time because my dad like for as long as i can remember my dad had eye drop he had to take eye drops every day so i was like well got my eyes from him so (laughs) there you have it so i'll be taking some eye drops for a little bit uh so um they prescribed them and then insurance didn't cover them to start i needed a uh a PA forum. And so I just said, you know what, this time I'm just going to, I'm just going to pay the cash price. Cause it was like $15. Like it was not a big deal. Um, yeah. but they were like, yeah, if you, if you get the refill, you know, it'll be, uh, like insurance will cover it at that point. Cause by then we'll have the PA. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I bit the bullet and I paid like 15 bucks for the eye drops. I don't really care. Um, but, uh, so now, yeah, I have, uh, add eye drops to the rest of my medications now. So, buddy, I'm falling apart. Yay. I'm falling apart, man. No, oh, buddy, you think you're falling apart? Do you want to? We'll compare med lists sometime. <laughs> the the one thing that I was I was very happy about. I will say this: uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I did the um, I did that uh, the superhero event where I dressed as Spider Man, right? Spider Man. Uh, yeah, 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 and the one thing that I was really happy about is that they gave more space for the photo op area, so I didn't have to like kneel down in front because every single time I did that, the last time I did it, like all you heard was just my knees just pop, like oh. every time, and so I was like, and so people would be like all like they like they would be getting you know in their positions for a picture, and I'd be like, hang on, and I'd get in the front, and you just hear like. And then undoubtedly someone would be like, damn, Spider-Man, you're getting old. And I'm like, shut up. Uh, Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh, So, um, you know, this time they gave us more space so I didn't have to pop my knees every two minutes. So that made me feel a little bit better. Looked worse in the costume, but my knees didn't pop. So we're fine. (laughs) It's a trade-off, man. Like life is a trade-off. That's what I've learned. You know what else I learned today? Can I give you a fun Uh-oh. fact? I've got two yeah. fun facts. 
I want to start giving you a fun fact every episode because I, f- I learned too much weird, pointless, interesting fact knowledge that I need to share with somebody, and you're my outlet. So, okay. Did you know? You're familiar with, uh, with Jonestown, right? Jim Jones. Yeah, the Jonestown Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you know that the, that th- this is a twofold fun fact? That the Jonestown, the, the like the biggest group of people that survived the the Jonestown, like the incident at Jonestown, was their basketball team that was playing in an away game tournament fifty miles away. Holy shit! Just let that sink in. In, in Georgetown, uh, which was like fifty miles from the compound, uh, number one. Jonestown had a basketball team. Let's just let's just consider that for a second. And number two is that yeah, they were playing an away game, uh, and like a week before, uh, they had been invited to this tournament, uh, and it was for like it was it was some like you know regional basketball tournament, and they weren't like the the team wasn't sure if they were going to go. And uh, apparently Jim Jones himself told one of the players was like, you need to go and play like you guys need to be in this tournament because it's going to be really good PR and it's going to be really good publicity for you guys. Like, especially if you go really far, you know, it'll look really good for us and look really good on the community if you go. And so he's like, go and do really well. So he he convinced them to go, and then they went, and they were they were in a movie when it happened. They were actually like they went to a movie theater, and they were in a movie, watching a movie when it happened. Which tells you even more that he didn't know he was going to do it. Yeah, that it, that you know it was just a spur of the moment, something was happening kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, like that was, uh, it was, it was kind of crazy that, yeah, they were, um, um, that there was a whole bunch of, there was a couple coaches and, uh, the actual team and, um, yeah, they were, uh, they'd been sent to Georgetown, um, they, for a basketball tournament that and they had been it was scheduled for a while uh beforehand and um but yeah they, they weren't sure if they were really going to go and then um he convinced them to go which is just it like i heard that and i was just like that's insane um so yeah they uh they were watching uh i, I at some point i knew i had seen the um uh, what movie they were watching, but I can't find it right now in this moment. But yeah, they were they were in a um, they were in a movie theater, like they were actually watching a movie, and they got out of the movie, and it was like all over the news, and so that's how they learned about it. So well, I'm assuming even in when was the Jonestown massacre? Seventy uh, eight. Yeah, seventy eight. Uh. Holy shit, the day after my mom's birthday. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. So, I mean, think about it. Like, even in the late 70s, you know, reporters and stuff were probably waiting for them when they got out of the movie. Yeah, and so, yeah, they were like, they were just kind of like, over. apparently a couple of the people um, uh, went back in 98, uh, the ABC did a 2020 special that was like the 20th anniversary. And um, so a couple of them went back to go like see the what was left of the compound. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting uh, that uh, they were, yeah, they were out in a, out watching a movie when all that happened. Um, so, but the other fun fact I learned, I learned this fun fact today. Okay. 
that you know, as you know, today we are recording this episode on the day, to the day, mm -hmm. 20 mm -hmm. years, Freddy vs. Jason released in theaters. God, I love that movie. Did you know <laughs> that... And this is what I read, and I hope this is true because if it's not, let me let me look it up before I before I uh, make myself look real stupid. And okay, well, while you're looking it up, I'm actually gonna just throw some love to the movie. Freddy vs. Jason is one of the things that got me. I won't even say back into. I just like like it really like reignited or kind of ignited my love for the horror, like horror as a franchise in terms of movies. Like I. I so I saw Candyman when I was seven, and that scared me off uh, horror, literally, figuratively, however you want to put it, for the next, like, ten years, basically. I saw a few things here and there, like Sixth Sense, um, Resident Evil, Jason X, things like that. But uh, overall, I just did not watch scary movies. And I credit this and Battle Royale, which isn't, excuse me, necessarily a horror movie, as the two things that kind of got me back into or got me into the franchise, which is now just, you know, one of my defining characteristics. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's okay. We like that. Uh, so did you know, do you know who uh, did stunt work in Freddy versus Jason? Booyaka. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. Mm -hmm. Wrestling legend Rey Mysterio was a stunt double for Freddy Krueger for Robert England in Freddy versus Jason. Yep. I, I did not know that until literally today. Yeah. I thought we, we didn't talk about that on our episode. I don't think I so. We did. I don't think so. I don't remember wow. it. If we did, I don't remember it. And that might be, we did. And my, I just don't remember it, uh, which is very, I mean, that possible. was, we, we probably recorded that well over three years ago. Yeah, so. my brain doesn't work like it used to. It 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 also pops like my knees do. Um, probably should get that checked out. Um, but yeah, turning twenty years old, Freddy versus Jason. I I I remember seeing Jason X in theaters. I don't recall seeing Freddy versus Jason in theaters, but I don't remember when I would have seen it. So when it came out on video, uh, I can't remember if one of my, if uh, dude I used to hang out with named Zach, if he bought it or rented it, but I was like adamant. Like I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I don't do scary movies. I don't do scary movies. And they were like, nah, dude, just hang out. It's not going to be that bad. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> um, like I, I can still remember like, nearly everything about that night my buddies also tried to convince me to have mcdonald's for dinner and i was like no i'm, I'm good i'm not gonna have mcdonald's i'm gonna get the food i actually want <laughs> yeah, man sometimes you do yeah, just feel like mcdonald's because i think we've talked about this like I, I think i've told you before like there was the um the shit what am i trying to think of uh the instance where you know, I my buddies convinced me to go see House of Thousand Corpses, and um, it was, you know, it was pretty creepy when I was, like, 17. It kind of fucked me up when I saw it the first time, not gonna lie. Yeah, saw it in theaters, so, you know, then one of my friends bought it, like, the day it came out on DVD, and they were all gonna watch it again, and I just remember, like, I stood up, and I was like... Because I, I, you know, I remember like that night I said, I'm never watching that movie again. I've since watched it several times. <laughs> but like, you know, it's he bought it on DVD and I stood up and I was like, all right, call me when it's done. They were like, what are you doing? I was like, I said I wasn't watching this again. And I fucking meant it. And like one of my buddies like grabbed my pants leg while I was leaving. And I was like, dude, fucking let go of me. He was, dude, just stay and hang out. And I go, OK, put on another movie. And they go, no. And I was like, OK, call me when it's over. And I went home for an hour and a half. Hey, you got to have lines. You got to have lines that you're not willing to cross. And for you at that point, it was Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. I just like now, like when I remember when I first saw 
House of a Thousand Corpses. It it fucked me up. I was like, I don't. I'm not in like. I, I was. I've always been into scary movies. Like I've always been. You know, like I I, I can you know, get behind a good scary movie. But that one, I was just like, I just, I like it, it was not, not for me. And so I try, like I watched it again later, uh, like many years later. And now I find it where like, it, it just like, there's so much of it that just drags for me. Um, where I'm just not, not really into it. Like I, I'm not, I'm not a, a fan of it. Um, for different reasons. I just, I don't think, it's I don't want to say I don't think it's very good now because I think it's I think it's fine but I don't think it's like a standout exceptional horror movie like I have no I, reason I to don't watch it hate it like I used to yeah that's uh, that's okay uh, I do own it um I got that and devil's rejects for like 12 bucks in a two-pack um and I love Devil's Rejects, but like House of Thousand Corpses is, I mean, it's an homage to like Grindhouse in the seventies, but you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's done well, but you know, I, I've seen several homage to Grindhouse movies through the seventies. They're a hell of a lot worse than that is. Yeah. It's, I, I just, I don't know. I just like, I, it's not one of those movies where it like it has it like it lights a fire in me that like I I gotta watch it again. You know, like I'm like I've it's seen no it. Freddy versus Jason. That is true. Um, <laughs> you know, which was the number thirty one highest grossing movie of two thousand three. Freddy versus Jason, baby. It was either thirty one or thirty two. I looked it up the other day, but um. um yeah, I don't remember so, the first, like, I could have sworn, like, because I was in college, so I would have, and that was at a point where I was, like, I was going to see a lot of, like, a decent amount of movies in theaters, not a lot, but, like, yeah. a fair amount, and I just don't remember seeing it in a theater, but, like, I remember going to see uh walking tall with the rock and johnny knoxville in theaters i remember go, going to see uh the amityville horror with ryan reynolds in theaters i and though i don't know it was and it was like freddie versus jason was just before then so i figure i would have gone to see it i don't know i'm trying to think about like that and the first Pirates of the Caribbean are kind of like, and you know, I saw Pirates like three, four times in theaters just because went and saw it with my buddies and my dad wanted to see it. Then, like, I, you know, I just kept on getting invites from like other friends because I can't remember the, like, I know I saw it four times, but I can only clearly remember the first two, but I know I went four. Um, but like, so, you know, there were just, like, a few different, uh, but, like, I'm trying to remember outside of, uh, you know, I know we saw a bunch of movies that summer. I can't fucking remember. Nah, I'm going to look this up now. i got to look up summer blockbusters. They're, like, summer movies of 2003. Movies of 2003. All right, let me see here. No, just oh yeah, I I unfortunately saw Gothica in theaters. Yeah, Finding Nemo was the number one movie of the year, and then Pirates of the Caribbean, oh. Matrix Reloaded. I definitely saw Return of the King. Yeah, uh, Bruce Almighty, Terminator Three, Bad Boys Two. Ooh, rough year. I saw once. I saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I saw Bad Boys Two and American three. Wedding because I saw those at the drive-in together. That was a hell of a double feature. Uh, the Charlie's Angels sequel. Thirty-one. It was the thirty-one highest-grossing movie. Matrix Reloaded. It, yeah, that was another movie. It, Bad Santa. Holy shit! I saw a lot of these. Barely beat out Brother Bear for the thirty-one spot. Okay. Oh, Big Fish. That was a movie I saw. Uh, how did how did the Haunted Mansion movie get a sequel or a redo before Freddy vs. Jason got another one? Man, who fucking knows? No, um, not, not great. Like, no. Yeah, I know we've kind of talked about this. Do you think what do you think? Like, because, you know, the, the big rumor was going to be Ash. 
Well, they made the comic series. Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ashen. They did the comic, yeah. They did two two comic series with those. You know what? You know what I think would have been better? What's that? Chucky. Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason vs. Chucky would have. Would have. Would have. Of course, Chucky was a fucking joke at that point. Right. Um. But yeah, that's kind of where I think I would have gone with it. Um. Well, Chucky was too busy uh, doing a comic crossover with Hackslash. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Right? That There was a point where Hackslash was doing all these... Can- like, they did a, a Reanimator crossover and a Chucky crossover. Like, they hit a couple of, like, the... I don't want to say obscure because now, you know, Chucky Child's Play is, like, really mainstream. But, like, at that time, it was pretty well buried because you had a couple of crappy not crap you know what i mean like like a couple of no they were crappy like Like, uh, bride and and um, seed seed yeah yeah not great and those kind of you know really (coughs) bless you uh really put a break on the series like those really pumped the brakes on the child's play series as if uh chucky at a military school didn't put the brakes on it already after that it it was pretty much done and you know then we got a couple of the direct to video that actually did really well um and were not bad and uh so but yeah at that point um that's what i need to do is i need to go back and i need to read some of the hack slash stuff because some of that stuff was really, really good, and they 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 had a lot of fun with some of those crossovers. Because yeah, they did a Reanimator one and a Chucky one for sure, and I'm sure they did more, but I just don't remember them. I didn't see them. But so yeah, that's where Chucky was at that point. So he wasn't really a viable contender. Yeah, he was licensed I don't out. Know. And I, Michael Myers wouldn't have worked. No, you, um, you can't have characters characters far too based in reality. Well, you can't have uh, too many. Like the, the the reason that Freddy and Jason worked was because you had one who didn't talk at all, and then you had one that like talked a lot and was like had was really known for talking and sarcastic quips and stuff like that. And so they they played off each other really well because you know you can't have you know, a, a, a showdown between Michael and Jason where neither one of them say anything. Yeah. And they both just kind of do like the really telegraphed Frankenstein kind of movements and nobody says anything. The, the head tilt. Yeah. Like that. They're way too similar that way. Um, You get one good scene out of that. Yeah. And it's just the initial like, Oh shit. Like the face to face. The first face-to-face is the only good one you get out of that. Everything yeah. else is not going to work. So That being said, like, in my mind, I'm playing it out, and it works for, like, one scene. But, like, you know, y- you once again have to have it in a uh, camp setting because you've got to have that, like, big lodge. <laughs> yeah. You've got to have that big lodge setting where... Uh, you know, it's old, it's run down, blah, 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 blah. Um, they both get chased in there. Something happens. Neither of them have their weapons. And Jason walks in and he picks up, uh, he finds a machete on the floor. Then, uh, you know, or they're face to face and they, they see each other. And then they like each pick up their respective weapons and walk towards each other. Yeah. Like, that's cool. But like, what do you do for the two hours surrounding that? Right. Yeah. Like you have to, you would rely on like your, your, what we like to call kill fodder, your, your teenagers, your people in the middle for so much that it wouldn't feel, it wouldn't feel great. Um, You know, like you wouldn't feel super satisfied at the end of it. Um, yeah, all you got to do is have Chucky mailed to Elm Street, and he's already in that story, and it makes more sense. Right, like, oh, God, you know what I would do is I would have, um, here's how I would write it. You ready for this? Here's how I would get him there, is Chucky's going through the mail, but the sticker that 
has the delivery address falls off or gets ripped or whatever. So he goes like that package goes to the dead letter office. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you know that like that, that's a real thing that exists. It's like it, it, there's yeah. mail. So, uh, you know, somebody goes to the dead letter office to go and get, cause like there's, there's times where you can go and you can like pay a certain amount and you can get packages or mail or whatever that's un- considered undeliverable, whatever. So, you know, a guy goes in to get mail that has been deemed as undeliverable. And that's one of the packages that he gets is the Chucky doll. And he lives on Elm street. So he brings it back. He brings all this mail back home. And he's like, Oh, either he's like a, like a YouTuber or he's somebody who's like, who does like package opening videos or whatever. Or, um, if you did it back in the time, it's just like, he's, he's just like, you know, that that's like his hobby is yeah. he goes and he does and then and then so he opens it and he's like oh this doll's creepy i don't like it and then you know there you go then that gets him on elm street that's how i would write it boom done easy that's it um did you ever see the uh the comic book crossover the uh, the original comic book crossover of horror icons of um jason and leatherface no it's it's not great because it uses um the it was from when uh Jason Goes to Hell came out. Uh actually oh. a couple of days ago it was the anniversary of that because that came out in 1993. Um Yeah. But it was it's that design of Jason. Um but they did like a they did a comic book adaptation of Jason goes to hell, and then they also did a a three part Jason versus Leatherface crossover. Uh, it was by Topps Comics, uh, the company that you normally would associate with baseball cards. Uh, they had comic books for a little while, and they made a they made that that crossover, and it's not good, uh, but you can find it online if you look not that hard. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's interesting. It's it's a very because if you think about where both of those properties were in 1993, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was not great because 94 I think was the Matthew McConaughey Renee Zellweger or new movie. beginning or new generation was 95. Okay, 95. So you're like right there. Um and then um you know, 93 was, of course, uh, Final Friday, Jason Goes to Hell. Um, so both of them are kind of in this weird spot of, like, a new beginning, kind of, where it was, um, you know, Jason had moved to New Line, and so was they were they were realizing like what they could and couldn't do and they were kind of reinventing that that mythology and they were kind of again not starting over but like finding a new point for texas chainsaw so like both of them were kind of in this like weird you know weird spot and so seeing them come together was a very interesting choice but yeah, it's very '90s. It's very like if you if you read a Marvel comic or a like if you read a comic book between 1993 and 1996, you know exactly what it feels like because <laughs> it's it's exactly that. Um, it's it's nowhere near as good as uh, one of my favorite comic series, the 12 issue run, uh, the Marvel Comics run of World Championship Wrestling Comics. What? Uh yeah, they did a twelve Marvel Comics had a twelve issue run of WCW World Championship Wrestling. I have the first two. I had them all as a kid, but I have no idea what happened to them. Uh, so I've refound the first two. They're they're so hard to find, like in the wild in person. Um, but there's an there's an issue where um WCW ran an event that sounds like the worst thing you could possibly imagine called the bruise cruise. And it was much like they have now for, um, you know, some events do a, you know, the fans of this one thing will go on a cruise together and 
you know, if it's like a TV show or something, and then like people from the show will be on the cruise and there's like stuff to do. So it was for like a week, you would go on this, what they called the bruise cruise. And there were wrestlers and managers and like announcers and stuff that would also be on the ship. But it was like horrible because it was, it was like such a cut rate ship line and like they they cut corners on everything and like the wrestlers would be like hidden away in one in in a section of the ship until it was time to do something and then they would immediately go back so like you didn't really like get to hang out with them or anything not that you'd want to um but you can find really good stories about the bruise cruise but in the comic there's a there's an entire issue where cactus jack plants a bomb on the bruise cruise to blow up apparently just innocent fans uh, because he wants to murder Sting. And um, so that that's an issue. Huh. And I, I vividly remember uh, going to, I will, I will give them a shout. They still exist. Uh, the comic book store that I used to go to, to get them uh, was Casablanca comics in Wyndham, Maine. It still exists. You can Google it. It's still it is still open to this day. Uh, I saw it literally like four months ago. Uh, not even four months. It was like three months ago. I saw it um, in person. But I, I stole one joke from the guy that ran it. Um, and I, I still use the joke to this day where whenever you would buy something from the comic book store, uh, he would ask you. Uh, do you want your receipt? And if you're like, yeah, he would he would like kind of fold it up and he'd go, yeah, you better hang on to it in case the batteries don't work. And hmm. and it's funny because it's like you're buying a comic book, so there's obviously no batteries. It's just a funny little joke. And so like I use it to this day. Like when I buy something that's like you know uh, a a drink or something that obviously has no batteries, and they're like, do you want your receipt? And I'm like, yeah, I better hang on to it in case the batteries don't work. And so, like, I still carry it on. So hopefully he knows that his legacy uh, is my dumbass is carrying on that joke <laughs> to this day. <laughs> so that's what I say. Um, so, yeah, um, I'll, I'll send you a, a picture uh, here in a minute uh, of the first two issues of the, the WCW comic because they're in the attic uh, right behind the door. Uh, so I'll I'll go in. I'll I'll snap a picture and send it to you so you can see i'd ask if they're worth anything but it's a wcw comic yeah. so i already know the answer no i like the, some of the issues are hard to find like some of the later ones are harder to find they're not like really valuable um but like they they go for i mean they go for a a, a decent amount let me see if there's any on um yeah, like issue number four is on. Um, I've eBayed it. Uh, Nineteen ninety nine or best offer. Um, issue number eight, twenty four dollars. One, two, three, and four for thirty. Uh, the complete set of all twelve is someone has it for one seventy. Um, ten, eleven, Yeesh. ten, eleven, and twelve are uh, thirty bucks. I may end up getting that one. Um, are they all standalone issues? Like, are they standalone stories? Like, there's no, no crossover. No, like, it, like there are there are multi issue arcs. So, okay. Um, but yeah, like they're 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 interesting. They're not as good as um, uh, in in the early '90s, the World Wrestling Federation had a a not a magazine. It was like a comic book. It was the size of a magazine, but it was it had two comic book stories in each one, in each issue, and a poster, and it was called Battle Mania. And those were incredible, and I can't find many of those. Like those are really hard to find. The the if like especially for a decent price, uh, the Battle Mania stuff is. Like, those are tough. You can always find the one. Um, there's one that's, like, super easy to find. And it's got a blue cover. What's on it? It's got the Ultimate Warrior on it. It's, it's the first issue. Yeah. Um, but then there's one that's got, like, the Bushwhackers on it. And there's an Undertaker one. 
Uh, yeah, there's see, of, of, of the one with earthquake typhoon yeah and the, uh, the legion of doom legion of doom yeah uh there's the, the really hard one to find for a decent price in good shape is there's uh one that's got the big boss man and the mountie on it uh those that one doesn't come up that often uh but yeah each issue had uh two comic book like had two comic stories in it that were unrelated to each other but they had two two different comic stories and then there were some po there was like a, a couple posters and uh, like a couple other like games inside and stuff but like those i vividly remember and i love those and um the dream is to one day start you know getting that collection going and just like going back through those and uh being transported to my youth because yeah it was like <laughs> it was like 91 92 um i don't I, I don't know that i've ever seen any more than like five different issues because there's the warrior one the undertaker one the bushwhackers the mountie and big boss man and then the legion of doom and the natural disasters one though i think those five are the only five i've ever seen and you can tell it was like 92 93 because there's no hogan in any of them yeah and that's like when he was wrapping up so like yeah just kind of a weird um so like every time there's a comic book show or like you know a, a convention or something and people have comics i always go to the w's and i'll look for wcw comics and uh i never find them and no nobody... this person on ebay has two three and five for battle mania for 55 that's not bad i may i may have to spend some time on ebay if anybody buys this shit from underneath me i'm gonna hit you <laughs> that's all i need to tell you I'm gonna, I'm gonna be mad but um so yeah that's that's the trip down memory lane i, I don't even know how we got on all of that stuff but um uh crossover comics which just kind of <laughs> the past few weeks we've just kind of like fallen down that yeah, like random hole i don't know like we started out 20th anniversary of freddy versus jason and then other 2000 i don't even know but anyway um, that gets us to the end of another show so yay um we did it yeah oh wait where's the where's the yay sound effect hold on uh uh, no, that's the. I don't want that one. No, there's a. There's one where. Is it like cheer? Where is it? There's one that's like yay, but it, that, that, I don't think it's applause. Yeah, that's not it. That's not the one. I'm, that's not the one I'm thinking of. There's one that's like. Damn it. I don't know. There's one that's like a, a bunch of the kids going yay. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, but I can't fucking earn like uh, obviously. I don't know where it is, but because there's crickets, there's the trombone, there's one that's called rim shot. That's not it. Uh, record scratch, the chimes. No, those are all voice changing things. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know where that one is. Um. So I guess I guess I dreamt. Or we used to have it, and we don't have it anymore. Or, um, I don't know. So, uh, that tells you everything you need to know about my brain. Well. I have other buttons. Uh, weather alert! <laughs> Fuck you, Chip! You, Chip? There's that one. Uh, oh, it's so good. Is this the one? Is this the one that I had that was about you? Or never, no, that's the, I'm never going to financially recover from this. I have the <laughs> other one. I have the other one that was like the uh, the Joe Exotic um, uh, does his best you imitation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one makes me laugh. Um, but then I have like the entire insult page, uh, which we don't get to use a whole lot, but um, um. I have the uh like the breaking news alert. Um so yeah, anyway. Uh I got like eight pages of sounds. I don't know. I need to do a refresh on that. I, I guess when we go to our holiday break, I'm gonna refresh some of these sound effects and stuff and put in some new ones and we'll get a new intro and all that stuff. But that's a few months away. That's a couple months away. So 
It's a little ways down the road. Keep listening until then. Uh, but also uh, go and check out the YouTube page. We have another new shopping list is up. Those go up every Monday, every Monday. And this Thursday, we have a special another throwback where uh, you and I, in the midst of a the global worldwide pandemic, had what I am calling uh, a long-distance lunch. Uh, yeah, that was we a had good time. A, we had a video chat where we had lunch and just kind of uh, chatted and stuff. So that's going uh, up on the YouTube page. So you can find that at uh, youtube.com slash at symbol TN2M shows. And uh, we've got more content that's coming soon on there. Um, but make sure to like and subscribe and um, and all that stuff. Throw out some thumbs ups. We like those. Um, but you'll want to subscribe now so you can get in on that. You can get notified when we post new stuff. Um, but there will be definitely a lot more coming. So make sure you check that out. Check it all out. Check us out next week when we're back. Still feels weird saying it. Um, but yeah, we'll be back again next week coming at you. New bullshit. Same bullshit. Yeah. All the bullshit. So until then, my friends, stay safe. Stay happy. Keep doing what you're doing. And until then, until next week, we will continue to be your friends. I can't fucking think of anything today. Bah, well, fuck you with benefits. <laughs>